Hey babes, this is Renee. Hey girl, it's Becca. Hey baby girls, it's Vicky. <laughs> this is All The Reels and we're so excited you're here. Because otherwise we'd just be talking to ourselves. <laughs> but for real, we are pumped. We're gonna be deep diving into relationship topics, chit chatting about life, and hopefully bringing you some fun and laughs along the way. We'll be here every Thursday, ready to bring you some juicy, unfiltered content. And don't worry, we won't hold back. So grab a drink and sit back, because here we go. Welcome back. Today, we have a very special guest. We are so excited. Um, Vicki and I actually harassed her in her store in downtown Frederick. <laughs> um, we have Kate Makers with us today. She is the owner of Take Root. It's an adorable plant shop in downtown Frederick. And so she is here today. We're going to pick her brain on all things plants. So welcome, Kate. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> all right. And Kate, I told you a little bit right before we have our little theme and it just so happened Kate has a fun drink today. So um, we were like, you know what we do? What are you stepping on? So we'll let you start. What are you stepping on? Yeah. So um, I was scrolling through my Facebook feed right before I closed <laughs> and Maxwell's Kitchen on Patrick Street had mimosa milkshakes today in honor of National Mimosa Day. And I could not pass it up. So if they're still open <laughs> by the time anyone's done this. You should definitely go. I would never think to mix like milk with champagne, but yeah, it's sounds really, amazing. Really though. good. It has That's... like an orange zest on it. So yeah. Oh, sounds great. I'm no surprise here. I'm drinking a lover boy again. So <laughs> I have the exact same thing. Same flavor same. and all. <laughs> oh, I'll have lover boys. Okay, so, Kate, we've Kate. been obsessed with these. Yeah. They're I don't know if you watch Bravo, but Summer House is a show okay. on Bravo. And reality the, TV, reality TV. Yeah. And one of the, the couples on there, they made this, it's spiked iced tea, but oh. the problem is that we can't get them in Maryland yet. So Renee actually lives in, in Pennsylvania and I was up there this weekend. And every time she comes to visit, Vicky and I make her bring us like multiple <laughs> cases of lover. Oh, that's so funny. And I do not watch the show. I have no idea what they're talking about. So they became obsessed with it. And they're like, you have to buy us these lover boys and bring them to our house. And now it's a whole thing. And then Becca was here last <laughs> night and left some here. So I'm like, I guess I'll grab one of the lover boys. They're really good. It's funny though. It makes like having like only a few select places that sell stuff like that just makes it feel like exclusive. It's oh, yeah. not actually that like delicious. Like I, I know, just, like just, it's it good, but like could... ex exclusive exclusivity. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So Kate, tell us, since we just randomly um, showed up in your shop and asked you for a <laughs> podcast, um, tell us like a little bit about you and then kind of how you got started with the store. Yeah. So, um, I was born and raised in Frederick. Um, I was like, actually like grew up in Mount Airy, but like, it's like, it's pretty much Frederick. So, um, went to school here, went to college here, like did my whole life here. And after college, I was like, I'm definitely skipping out of town, like small town, like gotta get out kind of thing. And I stuck it out and fell back in love with Frederick and like the people of Frederick. Cause I feel like when you, when you're born and raised somewhere, you feel like you're in like this bubble, mm -hmm. you feel like you would never meet anyone new. So I finally started like meeting people and being like, no, like Frederick's a really cool place. And everyone that I ever had like an interaction with that was negative. I like didn't run into him as much anymore. And it was great. So, um, after settling down with that, I decided that I wanted to like pursue a career in Frederick. So I was working, um, at a local performing arts center doing concert series, um, for Frederick that I started up, um, to kind of like pair like 
um, local musicians with nationally known artists so that um, they'd get um, exposed to a broader audience. Um, so that was a big thing for me, like doing like entertainment and stuff. And right before um, the shutdown, I had just secured a position with Flying Dog Brewery, which was like such an awesome job. Like, and the yeah. people there were great and I was so excited, but because I was in entertainment um, and like events promotion, like that position obviously wasn't, it was, I was there for like two months, got like 74 like cans of beer. And then like, I was, they were like, yeah. So anyways, it was nice having you. But, like, <laughs> so I was like, after having like a dry spell, like, I feel like people never prepare you for your like twenties. Like they're like, it's like, great. Like you're going to graduate college and you're going to pay all this money just to have a job right afterwards. And like, at least for me, that's not how that worked. And yeah. so I was like, cool. I thought I just found like my dream job and like, that just and it was like so out of my control that I didn't put it on myself necessarily but it was still difficult and I'm like living at home and I was like turning 25 like last year I turned 26 this year and um I was like how am I ever gonna like get moving with my life and I took the time because I was like well I'm not going to be um looking for jobs and like trying to do remote work. I like, I'm living with my parents. So I'm obviously not going to get like kicked out of where I'm living, hopefully. And then, um, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> you, you have those arguments, but it was never bad to like to get kicked out or anything <laughs> like that. But, um, I started really getting into plants and I had been collecting plants since high school, just like very like common house plants, like pothos, philodendron, trailing stuff, like easy to maintain. I didn't um, know what any of those things you said. Were, I was so just going to say, neither. so can't um, wait to get into that. <laughs> yeah. So we, I can definitely like kind of show and tell, but I just got so much more into it over COVID. And like, I had been an avid collector, but just of like, you know, more common things just to like, kind of decorate my room. And like, it was like cool to like, keep things alive and be like all excited that I like didn't kill a plant when I was away at college or anything like that. And then um, my collection just exploded and I was like, this is making me so happy. And I was like, it'd be really cool to have like a spot like in downtown. Cause we have all these incredible nurseries that focus on like broader things. Like they'll do like house plants and annuals and perennials and like landscaping, all this stuff. But I wanted something that was like primarily house plants. And I wanted something that was in like a homey setting so that you could kind of like see a plant and see it in your own house. Um, and that's, was the idea behind it. Um, in like May and then in July, I talked to the landlord about it. And luckily he was a young business like person so he totally understands like young people trying to take giant leaps because like to most people I probably would have sounded crazy but I'm like no I think this is like gonna be cool <laughs> and he's like so we worked it out and I opened it in October and it just kind of like it was like an idea and then it just happened so fastly but fastly and the space was like open <laughs> yeah so it was just like kind of a whirlwind but I was like I'm so excited to be able to like share my passion of plants with other people and see people like come in and get their first plant and then like a few weeks later they're getting like their like 15th plant like yes. people's collections can grow so fast but um that's kind of how it was born but it was like so serendipitous that I was like this is where I was like had to have been meant to be because yeah. you you fight yourself so hard to like do something that like you went to school for you like did all this stuff and when you're able to like take a step back realize what brings you joy it like, then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second, things click. So I was trying to force careers that like, I wasn't bad at, but like, I was just like, well, I went to school for business and I have to do something in like that and marketing and all this stuff. And I took a step back and I was like, I am using my business degree doing this. And it's just a turn. I didn't think 
it would take, but yeah. So that's amazing. That's and I was going to ask that, like <laughs> what you went to college for. So that that's awesome. And I love yeah. how this episode is about plants, but like, we're always all about like finding your passions and like yeah. personal growth and things like that. So I'm so happy you just kind of wove that into yeah. it because it is super important to like love what you do. And maybe you're not taking the path you thought you were going to, but that's yeah. amazing. So and serendipitous, like that's one of my favorite words. So yeah. I love that you use that because what does that mean? Like a beautiful surprise kind of, but like, like you said, just literally coming out of nowhere and like pursuing like something you didn't even realize that you were so passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, that is just, I, I just love that. And yeah. you said you opened in October. Yeah. Did we actually say what your business was? Take root. Yeah. Oh, we did say that. Okay. I think so, but yes, take root. And we'll, we'll obviously tag like your Instagram and everything. Okay. But, yeah. um, and I love, I love your store too, because it's not like for, for people who cannot see what your beautiful background is right now yeah. <laughs> of your zoom screen, it's gorgeous. But I love like all of the, it's not just like, I don't know, like it's plants obviously, but you have so many cute like pots and like your decor in there is just so cute. I love it. Like, I like you said, wait. I came in for one plant and, um, I'm not a plant person or I, I, I wasn't now I am. Thanks to <laughs> yep. you. Um, but I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven in this room right now that I got from your store that I'm oh, obsessed awesome. with and I haven't killed them yet. <laughs> I can't wait to come to Frederick and visit. Cause I have yes. not been, but I can see that it's yellow and that's my favorite. So I already <laughs> love it. That was a very it's, controversial topic in my household. They're like, you're going with yellow. And I was like, but it's like happy. Like it's it like, really no, does make it like, yeah, pop. like there's something about it. Yeah. I was in my room with like my little floor sample and my like paint chips. And I put a plant <laughs> on the floor sample and I was going around trying to feel like what was going to like be like warm and happy because during winter time I wanted this to feel tropical and sometimes people will go with like white walls because it reflects light really well for the plants but I was like I don't want it to like look sterile I want it to be like warm (laughs) like a hug (laughs) so it's funny also I was sorry sorry. I I exiled the zoom I'm sorry (laughs) go ahead Renee (laughs) I was just gonna say um once we're finished, like actually recording, let's do um, like a video that we can post on our Instagram so everyone can see um, like some of yeah. the plants and what your space looks like and whatever. So, yeah. And I just know. one quick comment to like um, end on that particular, just about you and stuff like that. Cause you mentioned like having a space, like, like how you have it set up now. Like today, for example, I went to, for the first time, went to Thanksgiving farm. Have you been there? Which uh, I- yes which I just found out about it because there's like a brewery there too, but it is huge. And I'm like, I don't even know like where to start. Like I'm more of a, like, I thought it was an amazing place. Literally so awesome. Obviously there's mostly outdoor plants, but like when you come into a space like that, where you feel just kind of like it's homey and sometimes less is more when it comes to like not being overwhelmed by like 8,000 plants around you. Like it's just so much nicer to have that more of like a personal, like relationship with, with the plants and the plant yeah, lady. <laughs> that was the goal. Cause like, I mean, it's not that like nurseries, like sometimes they're so big, like you feel like you can't grab someone and ask questions or you feel like yeah. you're taking time away from someone or like you go to a box store and they might've just gotten like a gorgeous, like shipment of plants in, but like, you don't know, like, and you're trying to Google and like, you're not sure. Mm-hmm. And like, I really wanted to create an environment where people could come in and ask questions and feel comfortable and not like bothersome. Yeah. Um, like and there's like a plants. story behind every plant in your store. It feels like almost like, yeah. I feel like when Becca and I went in there, 
it's like literally every plant we asked about, there's a story behind it in a way. Like yeah. I really like that. And you do okay. such a good job because you like, we didn't know you. So you're very welcoming when you walk in, you're, you like, I was like, okay, what, what am I not going to kill? Um, okay. What would go well, like hanging, what's going to go well, like in yeah. this type of room. And you are so knowledgeable, which also Vicky and I have talked about this. Um, is that your dad that works with you? Cause he's adorable. <laughs> he was- yeah, that's my dad. He was an air traffic controller for like 25 years. And, um, when he retired, he was like, he was such a workaholic that he like, couldn't just like sit. And like, so opening the shop, he like has stuff to do. He'll come in and like, like he potted like up all of these little like cactuses. You know, oh my like, God. I, like he's literally like, just like beat, yeah. beating behind you. Like, yep. That's my daughter. Like, it's really cool that we're like able to do something. Cause he, he like worked so hard to provide for our family growing up that like he would miss out on something. So it's cool that like, and like this part of my life, like he's able to be there a lot more. And like, it's like a blessing that he was able to like retire early because like like I said he just worked a lot like it was like a really stressful job and now he's able to like enjoy the second half of his life and like a completely different place so yeah I love it it. (laughs) so cute yeah all right so a few questions for someone like me who has zero green in their thumb at all if that's even a thing like I literally know nothing about plants and flowers I'm awful (laughs) where do I start like what is a a good plant to have, or just if I walked in and was like, uh, help. (laughs) Yeah. So I typically will, um, show people, uh, ZZ plants, um, snake plants, pothos and philodendron. Those are like some of the easier plants, more common. Um, like when people do quick Google searches, that's what they remember Googling. So it's like kind of comforting to like be assured that like they're doing the right research. Um, And then outside of those names, there are a few more like aglaonemas. Um, Their common name is like Chinese evergreens. Um, They're very easy too, but typically with like beginner and easy comes like plants that can tolerate lower light and plants that don't need to be watered as frequently. So um, then after that, we try to figure out like, what kind of lighting do you get? Um, how frequently do you think you'll be able to water? Because what's really important, especially when you're getting into plants is being able to get a plant that's not only going to fit your like household environment, but your schedule, because like you could get a plant that does great in the lighting that you have in your house, but it needs to be watered three times a week and you're too busy or you're forgetful or like, it just doesn't go with your schedule. So we'd want to taper that back to like a plant that only needs to be watered once a week or every other week or something like that. Um, and that's really important when you're getting into plants, because the worst thing is to get a plant and kill it or get too many and be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And you, um, although like you might love the look of a plant. Um, I try to steer people to what's going to do best because nothing's worse. And it is also an investment. So you don't want to like, like, even though plants aren't like very expensive, especially like beginner plants, you just, you also want to like invest in something that you're going to also be able to keep alive. So, um, it's kind of like a little questionnaire that like I go through with people until we figure out like what's the best fit. And then I'll be able to like show you around to the different plants. And then like, from that, you can like pick what aesthetically you like the most. That's awesome. Um, this just popped into my head about like watering. Is it true that you put ice cubes in some plants and that's how they get watered by melting? Or is that like a myth? Orchids. Am I right? Uh, so it <laughs> is commonly known with orchids. I personally disagree with it. Um, why it's kind of like if every time you needed water, you stuck a bunch of ice cubes in your mouth, like it'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> you'd be cold and like, it like trickles. So like 
Um, Most plants like to um, be like, like dry out a little and then be fully saturated because in nature, if you think of like how rain works now, there are more tropical plants that live in like more rainforest environments where it rains more frequently, but for like the most basic plants, um, they do like to go through periods of like getting watered fully and then, um, drying out a little and then getting watered again. Um, and that's not for plants that like to stay consistently moist, but with ice cubes, um, you do run the risk of shocking, um, the root system, or you run the risk of like giving like almost like a freezer burn to a plant. Um, if it's sitting on any of the foliage or anything like that. So it's best, um, to water, unless you have a plant that you've been giving ice cubes to for like ever. And it's just doing well. Then I tell people not to change, um, what they're doing. Um, cause people have come in and they've been like, I water my snake plant once a week and it looks great. And like, that's typically not what you do with snake plants, but if it's working for you, just keep at it. Um, their um, version of look, looking great though probably isn't the same version of what you would say looks great. Yeah, it, it all depends because like some people like, and they'll show me pictures and they're like, this is what I've been doing with it. Oh. And I'm like, well, I mean, it, it looks healthy to me. So if that's what you're doing, then keep at it. But this is typically what people will go by or like the rules. And like every time someone buys a plant, I explain like, these are like the basic care needs for it. But like, you're going to also learn that your plant acclimates to your environment differently. And because of that, you got to adjust your like, um, schedule a little differently. Like people will get like plant apps that remind them when to water, which I think are great, but they shouldn't be take, they should kind of be taken with a grain of salt because depending on the season or how warm your house is or how cold your house is, like, it's all going to play into, um, how quickly or not quickly your soil dries out. And if you are just going based off when an app tells you, your app's not going to know your house like you do. So it's best. Um, how I take care of all these guys in here is I like observe them. I'm a very visual water. If I see signs of needing water or I'll be like, you know, I feel like I haven't watered you like recently enough. Like I'll check them. And if they're on the drier side, I give them water. And if not, I'd kind of let them go a few more days. But when you do that, you get healthier plants because, um, you're tending to their needs and like, like plants, like it's always good to like compare them back to like people. It's like, if you had to eat at like eight in the morning and one o'clock and six o'clock at night, every day, you'd be like, that does not fit with my schedule. That's not how I was feeling that day. And the same is for plants. Like they might not need that water, that fertilizer that day, but you can adjust it. So I was just going to say, comparing it to your own body, like how you were saying earlier, like I could go to the doctor and be like, well, doc, I think I look pretty good, but I drink 20 beers a day and I'm fine. So, (laughs) um, that works for me, but it might not work for Renee. Exactly. It's just based on the plant. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and sometimes even like two plants that are the exact same, um, type of plant will have different care needs to it. Like it's just, so even when it comes to the same type of plant, like you might have to treat them differently, which, um, that's, that's just like the biggest takeaway, um, when it comes to plant care is just like, it's always individual. Um, which is why I also recommend that people don't plant plants together unless they already have the same care needs or like are like terrarium plants or desert plants or something like that, because even um, if it's outside, like in a garden, like a, yeah. So garden and stuff like that. But when it comes to house plants, um, you that's have your specialty, like, right? Yeah. Like you have house. snake plants that need to go through droughts. And then you have, um, like a polka dot plant that likes to stay consistently moist. And then you have a plant that's kind of in between. And 
if you put the one that likes to go through a drought with the one that likes to stay moist, then you run the risk of either underwatering one or overwatering the other. So um, I, I do have some people that like to do more dish garden stuff and I really work with them to get like plants that are all gonna need the same care. Now you can plant the same type of plant together um, or plants that have the same care needs, but you don't wanna go outside of that because um, you just run the risk of not meeting the needs of at least one of the plants in that grouping. Right. That makes sense. Do you, so you said something about food. So do you, with the, um, like, what are the types of soils that you can get, I guess, at the store, um, uh, like miracle grow, like stuff like that, like yeah. is that necessary for plants or can you literally just like water them and they'll be fine? Um, so when a plant comes from a nursery, most of the time it has within the last like few months to year been planted in a nutrient rich soil, or it has slow release, um, fertilizer, which if you get the fertilizer that has like those little green, um, like pellets in it, that slow release fertilizer. And as the plant gets watered, the shell on that fertilizer will break down and it'll give nutrients to the plant. Um, at that time, um, the plant is getting the nutrients it needs, but if you were to let that plant sit for another year in that nursery pot, it's going to lose the nutrients in the soil. So that's why um, it's important to have like um, plant food during growing season, which is pretty much like spring through, um, like I would say in Maryland, it's gonna be like, I would say I started fertilizing like April. Um, that's when I felt like it was warm enough. and it's after the days get longer um, because plants um, need sunlight to grow. So they're going to be in more of a growing season when they have those longer days. And then when it starts to taper off and the days get shorter, like fall going into winter, that's when you stop the plant food because plants go into like this dormancy where they will kind of just be stunted. And it doesn't mean that your plant can't grow, but typically growth during that time is either smaller, or it's leggier, or it's like, it's just not like the full like lush growth you can get during the spring and summer. And I use liquid um, plant fertilizer that you can add to watering um, routines. And I use mine on my plants every other week. Um, and it definitely does help with growth rate and like just the quality of the leaves the um, plant is producing. And it is a good thing to um, get in your routine. Um, and then also every like one to two years repotting, um, is a good thing. Like some people have plants that have just been in the same pot for like ever. And if you don't fertilize or change the soil out on those guys, yeah. they're going to not have um, any nutrients. So um, it's good to, even if you just take it out of that pot and change the soil, um, it's going to give a lot of benefit to the plant. And it gets, um, you can check to see if the plant is root bound or if the soil has eroded too much around the roots or like if it needs a bigger pot and that kind of stuff. So it's always good to check and you can check for pests because sometimes um you have plants that you wouldn't even think have pests and then you get into the soil and that's where like a lot of pests will start is like they'll lay eggs in the soil um and you can check that too like um most box store plants if i were to purchase one which i i still even though i own a plant shop i still i, I see a plant i like i get it it's just it's kind of one of those things but um i from bigger stores like that i like to change the soil out right away just in case there is pests, um, pests are typically going to start in the soil. So if you can at least get that, um, changed out, then you are in better shape to have a pest-free plant. And, um, I also get soil that's in completely enclosed bags, um, instead of the soil that has the little holes in the bags, because as, although it can leave 
a manufacturing facility and be fine. Um, the ones with the holes, they could like get pests along the way. And then even though it's a fresh bag of dirt, you could still be um, getting pests in your newly potted plants. Anything even aside from pests, freaking raw meat, like anything. Yeah. Now like <laughs> so get in there. and like, stuff like that, they're actually not terrible for the plant. Um, a lot of like bugs like that won't bother the plant. And it's a sign of like, good nutrients in your soil. And like, if you get a plant that has like a mushroom in it, that's typically good, like bacteria in the soil. That's like causing the mushroom to grow. But yeah, like common house plants, like, um, fungus gnats is a really common one. It, it typically happens from like the plant being overwatered and being wet too long. Similarly to like fruit flies. If you left fruit out on your countertop, that's how fungus gnats happen. Um, those mealy bugs and spider mites are probably the most common. Um, bugs you can get on plants, but luckily they are preventable and they're um, in most cases easier to treat. I was going to ask about the gnats. I think that was on our questions list because that has happened to me. Um, yeah. And I don't know, like, I think, what do we have? I had a plant that like, it, it wasn't, it was a flower or something that someone gave to us. And all of a sudden I had gnats in my house and I'm like, where is this coming from? So I ended up just sitting it outside, but like, I think that was on our questions list. Like, how do you get rid of those if that happens? <laughs> yeah. So there are a bunch of different methods you can use. Um, one of the easiest um, is if it's a very mild case and it's a plant that can dry out to let the plant dry out. Typically they don't like to bother dry plants. Um, if that doesn't work, I have watered with like 70% hydrogen peroxide before um, like the bottle and I'll mix that like a third of that um, in a cup of water and it makes a soil bubble and it's kind of like freaky when it happens, but it'll kill anything in the soil. Um, some people have used cinnamon, um, another good like sprinkling it on top of the soil. You can also put sand or rocks on the soil and that will kind of make it harder for them to go under um, the soil and lay eggs or like get above it. And then um, there's also like sprays and um, diatomaceous earth is another one. It's very, very fine granite, um, like ground up granite. And it sounds like very vicious, but it basically just like shreds the bugs as they try to get in and out of your plant. So you just sprinkle that on the top. Um, and can you get that at like any grocery store, like just, a, or like a grocery store, yeah. but like a store like yours or like, yeah, I guess at a grocery store, like Walmart or something, right? Yeah. Um, and box stores typically have it. Amazon What's has it. What's a box it. store? What do you mean by box store? Um, like, like box stores are typically like, um, Lowe's Home Depot, like the big, um, like oh, chain. Did you chain. know that they were, did you know they're, oh, box by, you mean chain by box. Like a chain, a chain. Yeah. Okay. Store. Have you guys ever heard that? I didn't know if that yeah. was like a, a Maryland thing or what. I've never heard, <laughs> I've heard that as like a chain store. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. That's so good to know. Cause yeah, I definitely have had the gnat situation. Me too. And I guess on the same topic of animals, since not that gnats are animals, but <laughs> um, Critters. for me, I feel like I am not a big plant person, but I like to buy a lot of random plants mm -hmm. or flowers. I think flowers is the main, like the main thing that I was concerned about just because my cat seems to like to eat all the flowers. He ignores like the actual house plants though, for some reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, if flowers are like your wheelhouse too, but like flowers, like, um, uh, like lilies, eucalyptus, I guess that's a plant, hydrangeas. Like those are like my three favorite flowers slash plants. So I always buy them. Yeah. And then when I got my cat, I realized he literally would eat, eat them daily. And then I found out like, oh, people will be like, oh, that's, that, that's actually one of the most poisonous plants. Of course, the top, the top three poisonous plants people would tell me were those three of my favorite yeah. ones. <laughs> 
So do you know, like the, the differences of what like is, is, or is not toxic? I think earlier you were saying that there's more, there's more plants and flowers that are not toxic to pets versus the ones that are. So can you talk about like the ones that aren't? <laughs> yeah. So, um, most houseplants will have some level of toxicity. Um, it can go from like a stomach ache to like needing a vet visit. Um, most of the houseplants fall in like that mild category. So it should really like, assuming they ingested it, um, it should really only lead to like discomfort and a stomach ache could like have like some like extra like saliva in their mouth or something from like an irritant. Um, but there are, um, a decent amount of non-toxic, um, they're pretty much going to, and this doesn't speak for like every single plant that falls under like these categories, but like most of them in these are going to be non-toxic. Um, and that would be, um, most palms, ferns, uh, peperomias, pileas, and, um, let's see, calatheas are going to be pretty much completely non-toxic. Um, ferns, you said too. Uh, which one's ferns? You said ferns. Uh, are ferns yeah. Okay. Most ferns, not every fern, but most of your most common ferns um, do fall on the non-toxic scale or they're like so mildly toxic that they don't consider them non-toxic, which I think that's where it kind of blurs the line is like some places will be like, well, it made them like have like the tiniest of stomach ache. And then people will be like toxic when really yeah. it's just like very mild discomfort. Um, and it also depends on how much the animal ingests and like, like a dog could come in and like rip apart a plant and not ingest it. And it really shouldn't cause anything, if anything, like some mouth irritation, or like you could have a, like a pet that just sits there and all day long just eats like entire leaves. And that's going to cause more discomfort than if they just were to rip it up. So, um, some people, um, they don't, they, they call them like learning plants, like philodendrons and pothos are like your like normal, like trailing plants that a lot of people like. Do you have a, I was going to say a quick example. You could not that the listeners can hear, but I'm very curious. Okay. Yeah. So pothos have the more narrow leaves and philodendrons are like the more like rounded leaves. Um, they are ones that a lot of people, some people get really, (laughs) it's funny I grew up with dogs so I'm kind of like if they eat it and they get sick they eat it and they get like sick mm-hmm. some people like get really offended at the thought of that um then other people are like eh. so it really but yeah you can't keep your eyes you on them every second yeah well it's funny I was joking with customers today I'm like like a lot of like I've had people get like not offended like at me but like the thought of like me even like telling them a plant well, that could make their cat like mildly this like uncomfortable <laughs> they get like really offended at and I'm like <laughs> Don't cats like typically get sick? Like, isn't that like a characteristic of cats? Is like they they just get, I, I mean, don't they, know. They Honestly, I've seen, I think cat, fine. Yeah. I've seen my cat puke. Maybe I've had to clean up puke maybe three or four times. Okay, so that's not because I oh. like grew up with a friend whose cat got sick like constantly just from like licking its like paws and stuff. I just, like, <laughs> thought that was just like a, so I was like. I think it was born with something. What's the difference if it eats a philodendron leaf and doesn't? Like, I don't know. I was just like, so, but a lot of people consider those like learning plants where like they do it. It makes them just uncomfortable enough to not do it again, but it doesn't like cause any major harm. Okay. So teach them a lesson. Yeah. I mean, if you think things you've done in life, like, like drinking, um, I got sick one time one time only, and that was the only time I needed. And I have, so you are serious about that? (laughs) <laughs> yeah so. okay okay she is though okay. <laughs> oh she's like going to my binge drinking we might have to like <laughs> no that's funny though. that actually it's yeah, funny no. you said that it was in college was, it was yeah. I 
never got hungover. So I never realized how much I was drinking because I just never suffered repercussions from it until people were like, yeah, you would just be talking to us about like these random things. Like, like I worked at an alpaca farm before and I used to just tell what? people about alpacas. I love that. Then, like, the next morning I would like not remember telling anyone about alpacas. Well, sounds and like I was me. Like, I don't, I don't talk about alpacas, but this sounds like. <laughs> yeah. Alpaca. And I was like, so what you're telling me is like four months ago, I was probably blacking out and nobody was like, Hey, you might want to like chill it on the amount of drinks you have. Cause I'd wake up and I'd be fine. And then one night at pub crawl, I just drank anything anyone handed to me. And like, I typically would go out and have like X amount of cash. And that's how I knew I needed to like be done with the night. But then when you're getting free drinks, it's like a whole nother story. And you're like, I'll take this, that, and the, yeah. Like you don't pass it up. And I was like violently ill, like to the point where I told my parents, I was like, I might need, I went to hood. So I was like, I might need to like walk to FMH and they're like, you're fine. I'm like, no, I really don't think like, and I don't know if I was being dramatic because I never got sick before, but I like could not even like roll over in bed, like without getting sick. And it, I've just never wanted to feel that way again. So um, well, you're really thing, smart like, because you, you only let it happen once. So probably yes, but it is I funny because you, you hear about people who puke every time they drink. And for me, like I've, i I'm similar to you in that I've only puked a few times, but puking is the most just foulest disgust. The, the yeah. thought of it, like you would think only one time would be enough. Oh, I had friends but. that would do it on purpose so they wouldn't be hung over and I was like, oh my God, I would never, I would never want to leave. I would be like, nope, no alcohol for me. Sorry. Jesus. Like, I, I don't know that it just sounds miserable to me. Anytime I've been close to it, I'm like, why, why would anyone find joy in no. <laughs> like going out That's, and then knowing their night was going to end like that? Not me. Like a fear of, a fear of mine <laughs> is, is literally, I'm, I'm so with you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Right. I love that little side note about drinking. Cause like, yes. that, that's us. Um, <laughs> like, but we just become best friends. <laughs> yes. We just became best friends. Um, but, but speaking I, of fears, oh, are we going to go finish the, the animal topic or yes, I, I was going to ask it? about, um, I get bit by mosquitoes terribly. And we, um, we have a deck that we love to hang out on all the time, but once it starts getting warm, it's like the mosquitoes are insane. Are there any plants that would keep the mosquitoes away? <laughs> they do have a plant. It's actually, so like, if you've ever seen those citronella candles, there's actually a citronella plant. Ooh, so you oh can get citronella plants and keep them around and they will deter mosquitoes. Um, okay. or the do you candles. have one in your store that I do not. <laughs> um, I think they're primarily outdoor. I need to research a little bit more. Like they definitely are outdoor, but um, I'm not sure if they'd be able to handle indoor conditions, but I would think like, yeah. So like citronella comes from a citronella plant. So, okay. Good to yeah. know. Beat. And it's not like your mosquitoes, are your mosquitoes, in, do they ever get inside Renee? Mm, no, not that I know of. There are not. carnivorous <laughs> plants that could help to catch the mosquitoes if they were to come in, but they wouldn't necessarily like deter them. They would attract them and then like consume consume them. Okay. <laughs> what? So it sounds like Little Shop of Horrors, but that it's a lot wild. like more calm than that. That's that is sweet. I, yeah. I feel like I need that. Like yes. just in case one gets in the house. Yeah, like I commonly have um Venus fly traps um in the shop, and then fairly frequently I'll get uh these plants called pitcher plants and they are these like wacky looking like gangly plants that have like these giant like pitcher cups on the ends of their leaves and um and, in your yeah you and they, they're carnivorous right? yeah I have yeah, a, yeah. crazy looking 
you fill them with like, so in nature, they catch rainwater, but like in your house, you have to fill them with water. And, um, I fill them with about like an inch of water. And typically it's like comparable to the size of the pitcher, but the largest ones can tolerate typically an inch. And then it will like naturally attract bugs and then they'll fly in and they'll just like drown in the water. And then, but oh my gosh. when I come to Frederick next, I'm coming there and I'm buying one. Yeah. Like, it's so <laughs> it's exciting really cool. They can yeah. live outdoors during the summertime. Um, they're just not very cold tolerant, but they love high humidity and like 80 degree weather. So yeah. yeah awesome. Well, I hope you, I hope you have a similar um, response to, to my next question, which is similar on a similar topic of pesty insects. I'm currently a prisoner in my own home. I can't go out on my deck. <laughs> the bees are this big and there are zero plants on my deck but they guard my door as if they're the people in London where they call the guards. <laughs> she um, hates bees. And every time she sees a bee, like no I, I get chills from head to toe, just when it's seeing them, I don't know what it, I've never been stung in my life. So I can't go out on my deck. If I, if it's a nice day and I want to work like, because they're literally at the door, the, like you can hear them. It's like, like yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, okay. So are there any plans to like, keep the bees away or is it a lost cause or just need to accept it or get typically the, the big bees are carpenter bees and they like to burrow in wood which is so my fiance won't let me get the traps for them so that's out of the oh, question there- yeah Why, I, he doesn't want to kill like, them carpenter bees apparently do yeah. not sting you so if that's what they are i know it's scary vicky but they won't hurt you all right I, yeah they'll dive bomb you like i've but I. what does that mean uh like <laughs> Like if like you walk out your door and one like zips like by you and you're like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I can handle that as long as they don't touch me, but yeah. So that I'll try and touch you. They're coming primarily you. when I like there are plants, like typically flowering plants, um, where like bumblebees and like bees that like are pollinators, they'll go around and like be attracted to that. But I am honestly not sure if carpenter bees pollinate anything or if they just like live to scare us. Or what they do? <laughs> <laughs> or how about wasps? Even like, are they even attracted to plants, or they just want to fuck with you? I really want to say, I honestly like, I know like, uh, honeybees kind of do their thing, and like they all stay together, and then like bumblebees yeah. like do their thing, and they just like go fly around with like little things of pollen on their legs. But I could not tell you what wasps and carpenter bees do. Okay, I just, just like. Us look so you're telling me i need to get over my fear i can i, I can do that or secretly get the traps <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't tell austin i know i know well yeah. the plant that you're talking about that's like a trap will that trap bees if it's not a plant enough or if they're small enough to get in there mm-hmm. i would say they could i mean i've seen like crickets and stuff in these things before so like Wait, if it, it is a plant they, yeah it's a plant yeah oh, the traps that i was just talking oh, no, about the no, the pitcher plants that are carnivorous oh, that you can have. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. They're so cool looking, Vicky. They look like- Really? They're, they're oh, that's like what you're talking top. about. That's- yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're so cool. Um, so that maybe that could work for you. Yeah. Give it a whirl. <laughs> All right. The last like topic that we have that we wanted to talk about is kind of like mental health with plants and the benefits of having plants in your house for yourself, for your environment, um, for the air, if that's a thing. Um, can you just kind of talk to us about that? Yeah. So, um, plants look really aesthetically nice in households. And I feel like from an aesthetic point, 
for what you can buy certain furniture and stuff for plants are a very inexpensive option to kind of like jazz up your space. (laughs) Um, I definitely feel like you could take a space and put a few plants in it and it like becomes like, like an actual like living room. Like it's just, it's really neat. Like how you can like bridge the indoors and the outdoors together. Because I mean, like we all started outdoors, like the human population did not have houses. So we all hung around plants, like evolutionary, like for a while. Um, but, um, there was like a quote, like I, I saved it. Cause I wanted to, if we talked about this, I want to, we love quotes. Find it. There's this, um, guy, I found him on TikTok because I'm one of those, like, I don't know if I'm too old for TikTok, but we all have, like, yes, all three terrible. of us have talked about I don't post. Thing. I'm one of those creepy people that has like nothing on my profile, but I'll comment yeah. on things oh, and yeah. I'll like yeah. watch things. And I've always was like judgy of those profiles. Cause I was yeah. like, what's the point in having it? But anyways, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm like in disguise on TikTok cause I'm too afraid. We all are. We all are. <laughs> but um, I actually had to delete it. Cause I was spending hours. Oh, like terrible. when you're scrolling, like there's no. Okay. But fun part. There's plant talk. So you can go oh. on and it's just plant people. And it's like, a separate app people. or is it a part it's of- It's on TikTok, but okay. like they'll like tag it plant talk. So you can like, like find like, and it's just people like sharing plants and like okay. narratives and like all, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. I, I is- definitely follow We it. should maybe make a post of one of the plant talks as one of our posts for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Find something fun. So one of the guys, he said, um, I started connecting with- plants when I realized how much we had in common they're strong strange sensitive and just want to be loved and I was like oh that's exactly what it is like so cute so like from that I'm kind of like even like because COVID like a lot of people were like stuck by themselves and like I feel like a quote like that like reminds like even if you were like alone like in socialized like isolation away from everyone but you had like plants like they are living breathing like they like I and they can communicate to you too like when they need water when they're thirsty or like they're getting too much um sunlight and stuff like that and like they have needs just like you do and I think that was like really cool like to think of it from that perspective but um yeah like plants I think from like aesthetically wise they're great um air purification um you typically need like a substantial amount of plants for it to make like a huge impact with your air but um it's not going to hinder your air if you have plants so um always having plants is going to be beneficial to um your like inside living areas um and then from like a mental health standpoint um kind of like the quote like I feel like people really got into plants over um COVID and stuff because everyone was stuck inside and they just needed like an outlet and something to care for and something to like get them up during the day. Like I know like if I'm laying in bed too long, I'm like, my plants aren't getting sunlight. I really need to like get up and get moving and open my blinds. And mm-hmm. like I feel like people had such a loss of control over their lives because COVID was just coming through and like, you lost your job, you lost this, you lost that. Like you couldn't see people, like you were just going through life, like with all these things that were like out of your control, but like plants are something for the most part that you can control and you can keep them healthy and you can keep them like thriving. And I feel like, um, being able to have that control and just like that, like, like, I don't, 
the responsibility and it gives you something like, even like when I didn't have a job, like I felt like I didn't have to wake up for like anything specific, like, and I would sleep in, but I have like plants and like, just like the sun needs, like they need water, they need caring. And I just like fully immersed myself in it because it was something that could keep me busy, like all day long. Um, to the point where sometimes I was like over loving my plants, um, which is also <laughs> a thing. like you can definitely over love your plants, but they typically can rebound from it. But yeah, I just think, what does um, that even mean? like overwatering them and like, okay. just like, it just, it's typically overwatering or like fertilizing too much. Like you just feel like you need to like, love it. And like, it needs everything. And then it really is it true. Is it true so, that you can talk to your plants? And that was, I was just about to ask that. I personally or like touch them. Like this is personally. <laughs> okay. Well, plants can feel touch. Um, they've that there is, I, I don't know the truth to it, but there are certain like things you can buy that you can like clip on your plants and it'll play like plant music. And each plant has like, a, that's a rabbit hole you can go down. That that was on. <laughs> so I was like, is that like legit? Cause I feel like I should buy one. But if it's just like not, then I'm just spending like hundreds of dollars for it to like not be, I don't know. But, yeah, so do like, you, yeah, do you but it goes basically on the energy of the plant. But like, if you think about it, plants have to have energy running through them. Like, like everything. So like, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely feel, cause I, this is going to sound stupid. Well, not, not really. I mean, maybe, uh, I got like a pink princess, um, philodendron like node, which is like the part of the plant that can like, you can propagate from, or like start a new plant with a node because from a node you can grow roots. So it was just like a clipping and they're typically like a couple hundred dollars. And I got the node for a really good deal. So I was like, I'm just going to go for it. And it was like almost a full green leaf with like a little sliver of pink on it. And these plants like typically, um, the really sought after ones have like all this pink variegation and they're really cool looking. And I could do not, I like talked to that thing. I coached it along. I like, <laughs> like you can do it. Like it, it, you got, got it. This. Like I'm like obsessed with you. you like you got to do it. And I could you not, it put out the most gorgeous half pink leaf. And I'm like, oh the, my God. like the size of a quarter, but I am such Major a life. proud plant parent. And I'm like, I bet I wouldn't have done that if I talked bad to it. Like I really, <laughs> like, I, I think it was kind of like, you were so nice to me. This is what I'm going to do for you. Like some, like summing up what, like this whole conversation is about like the little things in life. Like you had yeah. started saying that like with COVID happening and just having like a plant to take care of and make you feel fulfilled. It, yeah. it helps, it helps people to appreciate those little things in life. Like yeah. it's a little succulent you're taking care of, but it's literally, you kept, you kept it alive for two years. I'm just making this up, but, or yeah. the year of it, like it's definitely just a, a means of showing like yourself and like, like t- telling yourself to appreciate the little things in life. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I mean, plants are, I mean, I, well, first off, I get really excited when a new leaf comes. Like I, it's like a party. Like I'm like, you're growing a whole nother like limb. Like this is cool. Like, <laughs> um, but it. I, it was really funny. I was at, um, the treaty, um, store on Patrick street mm-hmm. the other day. Um, cause on my days off, I still come to Frederick, but I like shop at other businesses and the girl that was working there, like she found out I was the owner of the shop and she's like, I have to show you something. And I'm like, Oh my God, what? Like, I never know like what to expect. So I'm like, Oh, okay. And she showed me, she was like, my monstera grew three new leaves. And she was like going through all the pictures she had got here. And she was like, you have no clue how much joy this plant brings me. And like the fact that like, it's one of my first plants and it's like growing like crazy. Like people like really, it's like a confidence booster when you can get plants to thrive. Like, especially people who are like, 
so sure that they're like plant killers and like their plant like grows and they're like I mean I have people come in and they're like so ecstatic and I think at like the end of the day and it's like little things is like I could have had a bad day but I look at that little pink leaf and I'm like that's cool yeah. Go, girl. <laughs> I, I did that <laughs> yeah like I stressed over this like a lot more than I should and I mean, there was a point where I was like running around the house with like the cutting in my hand, like trying to figure out what best medium to root it in. Cause I was like too <laughs> premature with it. And I was like, should go in water? No, it should go in moss. Like it should, then I had like in a plastic bag and all this crazy stuff. And I was like, and it worked out. <laughs> so <Yay>. yeah. <laughs> so exciting. Um, do you feel like whenever you sell your plants at the store that you're like giving away your children? <laughs> sometimes depends on how long the plant was there for like uh there was a majesty palm that I had in my shop when it opened and it fit this like one spot really well so I like it wasn't for sale for a while because it was like seven feet tall and it just like fit and I couldn't get a hold of them anymore and then I started like the um, like demand for plants was increasing and I like needed to utilize every space that I had Mm -hmm. so a guy came in and he was like in love with this palm and I was like okay I'll sell it to you and like I could you not like I could have teared up on that plant like I was like it was like fine and then it like was like not there and I was like oh I just baby. Like, I also, now you're gone <laughs> I also love it when a man when a man can walk into a store and buy a big ass like plant nice plant oh it, yeah <laughs> and, own, and own it yeah there's <laughs> way more guy if you ever want to see like a really cool guy um I want to get him to talk like at my shot like come and do like a he writes books his name is Hilton Carter um and you can find him he just had a line come out with Target but you can find him on social media yeah he lives my dream life when it comes to like the aesthetics of his house like it is so beautiful he's from Baltimore so he's like yeah I know this guy is he lives in Camden he like I feel like he's made such an impact on men in like the houseplant industry because like it's funny because like growers are like like they were more primarily male like farmers and stuff and it's definitely more female dominated now but when it comes to like plant shop owners they're, they're typically females so it's really cool to see like male energy in like yeah. houseplants because yes. I feel like it like brings down like like a gender barrier where like it's not girly it's not anything yeah, right. like someone today was just joking was like asked me like what the sex of like a house plant would be and I was like honestly they're like unison like they're just like them themselves like I mean they can like take whatever like gender like persona you want them to have like it just they fit any kind of like environment yeah. and I think like it's it's funny because like in life a lot of things are male dominated but it being in a more primarily seemingly female dominated like industry with houseplants it's really cool to see like um visibility of like different and even like outside of just men and women just like queer um people in the um plant community and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. just like that representation and it kind of shows Mm -hmm. that like no matter where you come from you can be into a houseplant and it's cool love it awesome that's a big way to end it out that's what I was going to say. That's the perfect way to end out um, today's episode. I love that so much. Um, so thank you so much for doing this. We, I feel like I learned so much um, and I'm super excited for anyone listening to come to your shop. Um, yeah. I know you're going to obviously be coming down. And, and yes, I can't right wait. <laughs> yes. 
And so, it's located on in Chabro in downtown Frederick, right? Yeah, it's um Everetti Square, um, which is like connected to Chabro um at 10 North East Street. I'm right across from like the postal service yard and there's free parking in the back. A lot of people don't know that, but my shop has free parking, which is nice. Yes. For all you locals out there listening here, gotta check <laughs> if it out. You're not, if you're not local and you just wanna um live vicariously through Kate on her beautiful <laughs> shop, you can catch her on Instagram at it's at take root, right? Uh, take root plants. Yep. Take root plants. Okay. Yep. So we will definitely link um, your Instagram as well, um, but check her out and thank you so much. It was so yeah. fun to have you on. Thank you, Kate. Yeah, thank you, Kate. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be here every Thursday. So be sure to come back and hang with us. If you like this episode, share with a friend or tag us on Instagram so we can personally thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs>